Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 458, Putting I Before Team. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. A listener of Stuff I Learned Yesterday gave me a pineapple while I was in Chicago last week, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share a lesson I learned from the game of softball. Well, happy Monday to you. It is great to be back with you behind the microphone recording today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And I want to take a minute just here at the beginning of the episode today to give a shout out and a thank you to Brandon Utley. Brandon is the person who gave me said pineapple at Podcast Movement last week. Brandon came up to the booth, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe on Wednesday. And yeah, I think it was Wednesday. And let me know, he introduced himself to me and let me know that he was going to be introducing me for my session that I was going to be leading on Thursday. And I let him know, I hope I hope he took it lightheartedly, that's certainly how I meant it, that he was, uh, you know, he had some stiff competition. Back in 2014, uh, my now friend Brian Orr gave me a fantastic introduction before my talk that I did there. And so I didn't honestly think that Brian Orr's introduction could be beat. Brandon smashed it to smithereens, and I I let Brian know that afterwards. Brandon not only gave kind of a background about me and Pro Podcast Solutions and Golden Spiral Media, he also talked about stuff I learned yesterday. And he, and I don't know if Brandon listens all the time or if he just randomly picked an episode uh, when he was doing research about me, but he, whichever it was, he picked the episode where it was Pineapple Day and I gave all these fun facts about pineapple and off the top of his head, he rattled off pretty much the entire fun fact section about pineapples that I did on that episode, which was pretty impressive because there was quite a few of them. And he just rattled them all off. And then he pulled out a pineapple and gave it to me. So, Brandon, that was the best intro ever. I don't know if that can ever be topped because you gave me a pineapple. My, one of my favorite things on this planet. So, Brandon, if you're listening today, thank you for that. It certainly made my day and, uh, in Chicago. So, very cool stuff for sure. Well, let me ask you this question. How do you feel... When someone puts their self-interests before that of the team. Well, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to that, but think about that while I invite you to be a part of this week's Friday Forum. Now, the Friday Forum is your chance to share your life, your lessons with me and the rest of the listeners. You can do that by calling 304-837-2278 or by heading over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback where you can typey-typey out your contribution or attach an audio file or use the SpeakPipe widget to record your contribution. It's so easy. Even a caveman could do it. Wow, I forgot about those commercials until just now when that seemingly came out of nowhere. Anyway... I'm sure you can do it, and you'll be a part of the show. It's all good times for all of us. So you're invited. 
So I uh, hope to see you or hear you, I guess it is, on a future episode, maybe even this week's episode of the Friday Forum. All right, well, before we get into what I learned yesterday, we have today's fun fact. I almost forgot, but fortunately, I take some notes when I'm doing these episodes, so my notes put me back on track. Today's fun fact is real short, real simple, but interesting nonetheless, at least it was to me. Did you know that the average hen lays one egg approximately every 26 hours, which means it lays about 265 eggs per year. That's a lot of eggs, folks. I had no idea that they laid eggs that often. I know all you chicken people do, and I've got people that I know, like my brother-in-law and my friend Victoria, they know how this stuff works. But for non-chicken folks like me, I thought that was quite interesting. All right. Well, that's your fun fact, which means this is what I learned yesterday. Longtime listeners to this podcast know that I am not athletically inclined at all. As a youngster playing t-ball, I was sent to the outfield where I'd have the smallest chance of messing things up. As an eighth grader, I made the football team, but was deep on the roster and didn't get to play very often. As a ninth and 10th grader, I never made the varsity basketball team. And even though I made it on the junior varsity team, I only got to play if the game was a blowout and there was less than a minute remaining. Now, I'd like to tell you that it didn't bother me, but that would be a lie. Both my brother and stepbrother were very athletic, so it bothered me a lot. On top of that, I saw the way athletes were treated by everyone at school, and I was jealous. Now, I was a geek before being a geek was cool. I was the guy that girls called sweet and, you know, said things like, don't ever change. All that stunk. Now, for the most part, I stayed positive, and I tried to find the silver lining in all aspects of my life. But if I had encountered a magic potion that would have given me athletic abilities, I would have guzzled it down without a second thought. I mean, my stepbrother was a starter on the varsity basketball team and the varsity football team. When we had homecoming pep rallies, he was the guy that got on the microphone and got everyone pumped up. He had girls lining up to get some of his attention, and he had the recognition of the entire school. And I wanted that. Maybe not all of that, but just even a piece of that. Well, I'd like to say that after I graduated high school, those feelings went away. But unfortunately, that's just not what happened. I really didn't have many athletic activities after high school, so it took a while before I realized that those feelings still existed. In fact, other than playing a semester of tennis as an elective in college, I didn't really attempt any type of competitive athletics for a few years. That all changed one day when some people from church decided to join a church softball league and asked me if I'd like to play. It sounded like fun, so I agreed. Well, guess which position I played? If you said right field, you'd be right. Fortunately for me, Playing right field in an adult softball league is much different than playing it in a t-ball league. I actually enjoyed it. Not only did I enjoy playing right field, I felt like I was 
pretty good at it. I also felt like I was pretty good at hitting and getting on base. And I certainly wasn't the worst person on the field for either team. And that was something that I don't think I'd ever been able to say before. So it was pretty cool. And maybe, maybe I got a little cocky. And maybe I thought a little bit too much of myself. Well, despite being a fairly small church, we sometimes squared off against churches that were quite a bit bigger than us. Much to my surprise, one day we faced off against a church that was not only much bigger than ours, but two guys I went to high school with were on that team. Even though the two guys had graduated a year or maybe two after I did, I knew enough about them to know that they were good at baseball, and they were likely very good at softball. When I first realized that we'd be playing their team, my thoughts centered around ways that I could avoid embarrassing myself. However, the more I thought about it, I realized that I had a great opportunity. I mean, I wasn't that bad at this. So, I no longer focused on what I needed to do to avoid embarrassing myself, but instead focused on what I could do to impress them. Yeah. The more I thought about it, the more I became convinced that this was my chance to get that high school glory that I never had. I could rise up in this moment and show these two guys just how awesome I was. They were going to be impressed with me. I couldn't wait to talk to them after the game was over and hear them tell me how well I'd played. Oh yeah, in my mind, this was brilliant. So with that as my mindset, I hit the field. Well, guess what happened? Do you think I had my best game ever? Did I avoid embarrassing myself? Did they compliment me after the game? Did I get my moment of glory? Well, I definitely got my moment. I don't know what inning we were in, but I think the game was getting close to being over. And up to that point, I hadn't done anything that would garner their praise. I mean, I hadn't embarrassed myself, but that was no longer my sole goal. I wanted glory, and this was my one and only chance. Well, finally it happened. As I stood out in right field, eyes focused on the batter and the base runners, the pitcher released the ball and hurled it toward the strike zone. Crack! The batter smashed the ball and hit it over the heads of the infield players and into the direction of the outfield. The ball was heading between the center field and right field zones, so it wasn't immediately clear as to who should go for it. I focused my eyes on the ball and ran as quickly as I could to the spot where it would land. At the same time, Jennifer, our center fielder, began running toward the ball as well. Jennifer called out that she had the better line and called me off the ball. I looked over at her to see her trajectory, and she definitely had the better line. Protocol meant that I should alter my course and get behind her in case she missed the catch. However, protocol meant nothing to me in that moment. Protocol would not bring me glory. So I ignored Jennifer's call and I kept pursuing the ball. Jennifer again called out that she had it. And I again ignored. We each continued running at full speed toward the spot where the ball would land. And with our eyes locked on the ball, it was hard to gauge the position of each other. 
So what happened next can only be described as the antithesis of glory. With our eyes heavenward locked on the descending ball, our bodies smashed into each other. Upon impact, we recoiled and then fell to the ground, and the ball landed between us. What should have been a simple out with no runners advancing resulted in no outs and at least one run scored. Here's what I learned. It's probably no surprise, but we did not win the game. Both Jennifer and I were totally fine, and she was justifiably frustrated with me, and I was humiliated. I had placed my own selfish ambitions and dreams of glory above all else, and the entire team had paid the price. After the game was over, I avoided the guys I went to high school with. I wanted nothing to do with them. I didn't want to hear them laugh, and I didn't want to have an awkward small talk conversation with them. The lesson here is very clear. The selfish actions of one person can have a detrimental and even devastating effect on the entire team. If I had allowed Jennifer to field the ball, I could have avoided humiliating myself. I mean, who knows? Maybe she would have missed the catch, and I could have looked good coming to back her up. But because I wanted all the glory, I ended up with nothing at all. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to win, trying our best, and even wanting to impress others. But when we elevate those things over protocols and procedures that are intended to make the team stronger, we weaken the entire team. We all play a part in a team, and it's just as important to allow others to shine as it is to be ready to step in ourselves and shine when the ball is headed our way. Otherwise, we're just setting ourselves up for a dropped ball and more than just a bruised ego. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And if you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would appreciate it if you'd tell someone else about this podcast.